Maybe seated? That was awesome. Who was that? That's like the only guy to do that song justice besides Steve Perry. I listened to a lot of covers on the way here, and they're not this good. Uh, that was awesome. You know, that is a powerful song. Uh, maybe if you've had a long-distance relationship before, you know that song shares with us uh, one of the most heart-wrenching types uh, of love, which is long-distance love. It talks about life and, and love as he's on the road, the challenges that come with that as he is uh, pining for his beloved's affection, even in distance, that she would remain faithful to him as he proclaims his faithfulness to her. It is a challenge certainly for them in that relationship. But it also reminds us uh, that love is a powerful thing. It, it moves us to poetic expressions like we just heard. And I want to share with you another uh, poetic expression of love. It's from a very old book, uh, 2,800 years old by, uh, by most estimations. It's from the prophet. His name is Hosea. And it's also a book about some heart-wrenching love, but it has some very Valentine's words in it. I'd like to read those for you now. It says this, and God actually speaks these words. He says, therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness, and I will speak tenderly to her. Actually seems a little steamy even for chapel, doesn't it? Some of this old literature is pretty good stuff. You know, the book of Hosea. It reminds us that love can take us to some of the greatest highs that we experience in our life. But we're going to discover in the book of Hosea, and I think uh, Steve Perry discovered this song faithfully, that love can also take us to some of the deepest lows. Especially if on Valentine's Day, uh, the person you want to be your Valentine doesn't have any interest in you. Or maybe even worse, the person who has been your Valentine is no longer your Valentine. They have a new one. That kind of broken love, that broken trust is one of the most painful things that we can experience in life. Have you experienced that? You know, before I met my wife in my dating life, there were two times that I dated someone who was unfaithful. I thought there was someone I was going to marry. It was some of the lowest times in my life to experience that. And maybe you've been there. Or maybe some of you have experienced that in your family. Maybe your parents. Maybe one of them was unfaithful. And maybe you still bear the pain of that years afterwards. Because of the amount of questions that can be left behind from that. Or maybe you're squirming this morning because you are the one who has been unfaithful to someone else. My prayer for us this morning is that we dive into this book of Hosea, that we're going to find healing. We're going to find hope for all of us, regardless of how unfaithfulness has affected us. And discover that healing in Christ you know, this old book of Hosea actually chronicles for us two different relationships. Not just Hosea and his wife, but it's also about God and his loving relationship with his people. As a matter of fact, uh, the whole idea is that this book would be an object lesson for us, which we often do for kids, but it's an object lesson for adults about love and faithfulness. In it... The prophet Hosea is actually instructed by God to marry a woman who God knows is going to be unfaithful to Hosea. He says, that's who you need to marry because of this lesson I'm going to show the world through your life. How unfortunate for Hosea. The woman's name was Gomer. I know she sounds amazing already. Uh, she's unfaithful, got this uh, lovely name. But the story unfolds. 
uh, to discover something deeper about us. And that is that although today, on uh, Valentine's Day, is the day many of us profess our love for each other with hearts and candy and flowers or jewelry or whatever you think I should pick up on my way home. And it's also a day where we're gathered together in chapel and we sing about our undying love for our Lord Jesus Christ. We also recognize that maybe our love is not as faithful as we would like it to be. The reality is that our sinful nature pulls us instead into unfaithfulness. This book exposes and it highlights the kind of pain that is caused to people when we are not faithful to one another. And even the pain that is caused to God as we are not faithful to him, to the depths of how far we have fallen from what God desires for us. To highlight that pain in the book, even early on in chapter 1, Hosea starts to have children, or, or rather Gomer has, starts to have children, and Hosea actually names one of them, not my people. Imagine going to school and your name is not my people. You see, Hosea named his, his son that because of the pain his wife caused him because as they started to have children, he wasn't all that sure they were his children. In a hillside sermon a thousand years later, Jesus pointed out that whether our unfaithfulness to our spouse or our sweetheart is, is actually with our bodies or whether it's just with our eyes and our hearts, the effect is the same. It causes great pain to others. But in this ancient account of Hosea and Gomer, God is calling us to see that the real problem, our real unfaithfulness, is not just to each other here on earth. Our real unfaithfulness is actually to God, our Heavenly Father, and to Jesus Christ, our Savior. You see, in the first commandment, God actually lays claim to the center of your heart. And he says, I have created you, and I love you, and my great desire is for you to love me in return. That's what God desires from us. He wants faithful love. And maybe we're quick to admit in chapel that, that we love God, that he has the center of our heart. But the reality is, as we go through life, or as we heard about from journey, as we travel that road, sometimes seeming distant from God, it all of a sudden becomes very easy to be unfaithful to him. Maybe today. Somebody breaks your heart, or in one of your relationships, somebody breaks your heart, and you start to question God's heart for you. Does he really love you either? Maybe some things don't go the way that we would like them to go in our life. We start to question whether or not God cares about us. Things don't go the way we plan, and we wonder whether God actually has any power to control this crazy world at all. Or maybe here in chapel, it's easy to profess our faith, to talk about how much we care about Jesus and we believe in him. And yet, as we leave here, if we spend time with friends who don't believe, maybe it's a lot easier to just be quiet. Maybe we'd be even like the uh, Apostle Peter, who a couple hours removed from Jesus wouldn't even admit to some little girl that he hadn't even known Jesus, much less believed in him. Back to our song about how faithful are we from a distance. Are we? In the tough places. This lesson in Hosea and Gomer, I think, exposes us. That even on this high and holy day of love, the fact is that when we sin, that when we question God, 
When there's something that we want more than we desire a God in our life, we have actually cheated on God. Maybe we don't think about it in those terms. Maybe we don't realize how serious that is. But perhaps this illustration helps us to realize what a big deal it is when we are unfaithful to God. It is even more heartbreaking than it is when we're unfaithful to people here on earth. But you know what? Even in this book of Hosea, as it chronicles for us this very painful love story, there is still good news in there. The book of Isaiah actually ends with a happily ever after. Later on in Hosea chapter 2, after God says that even after his wife or us, his, his people have been unfaithful to him, he is still going to speak tenderly to us and call us back to him. He promises us this in Hosea chapter 2. He says, I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in steadfast love and in mercy. He says, I will betroth you to me in faithfulness. It's like God knew we were going to write this song. He says, and you shall know the Lord. You see, the great thing about this book, Hosea, is it's not about Gomer's unfaithfulness to him. The book is actually about God's incredible faithfulness to his people, to you and I, even when we're not faithful to him. Records for us that he continues to love us. We probably could have made this message shorter. We could have made the whole book of Isaiah shorter just by quoting for you a one verse that we're going to take a look at in a minute. It's from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It says this. It says, the one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. It turns our attention from how faithful we can be in our life or how faithful we can be to God and to recognize that the only person who's really ever been faithful is Jesus Christ. Now, today is Valentine's Day, and we celebrate that with, with hearts, and it's all about love. But the real Valentine's Day, to me, isn't actually today. It's actually Good Friday, the day that God loved us enough to give his son for us. You want to test your sweetheart's love today? Ask them this one question. How much do you love me? Would you die for me? That's a serious question, isn't it? That's a pretty serious test of love and devotion. Uh-oh, I apologize that that may not work out so great for you guys. But that's a serious question, isn't it? Would you die for me? And God answers your Valentine's question to you with saying, not only yes, I will, but he actually went ahead and did it on Good Friday. When he gave his life, when he died for his unfaithful spouse, that's us. And he even said these words on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. See, the book of Hosea isn't just an amazing story about God's love. It is a prophecy about what God is going to do for his people, about what he has done for you. And he loves you enough to do that. We hear these, song, these words from this song. It's a beautiful song, and I pray that every time you hear this song in the future, Maybe you'll think less about your love or your sweetheart's love. You think more about God's love because he actually embodies the words that close out the song. It says faithfully. It says, I'm still yours. I'm forever yours. Faithfully. That's what God's love is for you. I invite you to reflect on that. We have another song about faithfulness. This time it's about God's faithfulness. I invite you to reflect on how faithful he has been to you.
John, that was beautiful. Thank you. Did you hear those words? It says, Lord, your faithfulness never dies. Lord, you are so much more faithful than I. Now, that's the great news for us today, even on Valentine's Day. The great news for us is about God's love for us. That even if someone in your life has been unfaithful to you, even if people have let you down, that does not mean that you are a throwaway person. Just because someone else has done that. And in the places where we have been unfaithful, maybe to others, but especially to God, we actually have an opportunity to go ahead and own that and actually confess that to God because we're no longer defined by the fact that we are tempted to be unfaithful. But instead, we are defined by the fact that God's faithful love, his steadfast love, his never-ending love has forgiven us and promised us, betrothed us eternity with him. Would you join me in closing in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we give thanks and praise to you today. Lord, on this day of love, we thank you that you have loved us with an undying love in your Son, Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I commit to you, Lord, all the hearts and the minds in this room. 
Lord, that you would help us, even in the challenges of life, to continue to cling to you. But most of all, Lord, even in the times when we fall away, even in the times when we find it difficult to trust in you, even in the times that we are tempted away from you because there are things that we seem to desire more, or when there are things that we fear and are afraid are out of your control, but maybe it's in our health, maybe it's in our lives, maybe it's uh, in things going on in our families, Lord. We, we commit all of those things to you that often have the power to rip us away from you, and we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, that you are not a long-distance God, but that you have promised to be right next to us, to be near us at all times, to continue to uphold us, to love us, to forgive us, and to call us back to you, and even, Lord, to take us to be with you forever because of what your son Jesus Christ has done for us. In his name we pray and we live. Amen.